welcome to the footballblather.com podcast. My name's Stuart Murison, and this time I'm joined by my fellow footballblather.com author, Andy Wallace, Mr. Velvet Soccer, where we're going to discuss Czech football, the ins and outs of the last week, and upcoming matches as we approach the climax of the season. Enjoy the pod. Good evening, Andy. How's Prague? That's very good. Thank you very much. So, uh, the first Football Boiler podcast, well, the first two-man Football Boiler podcast, how's the uh, excitement levels doing? Very high, very high. I'm, I'm sorry I missed the last couple of ones and uh, hopefully I'll, I'll make up for it. Hopefully you will, Andy, hopefully you will. Um, so, I think, in homage to yourself, uh, we'll kick off in the Czech Republic. Um, I think a, a sensible place to start would be... Uh, the champions elect Victoria Pilsen, who are limping over the line. Um, you got any thoughts on them? Yeah, it's been a it's been an interesting couple of months. Um, basically, since the the Czech league came back from its winter break in February, at that point it looked like Victoria Pilsen had it all all wrapped up, and they just had to concentrate on their Europa League run. Um, and it's not been like that at all. It's been uh, you know Slavia have got. A new coaching, um, Turpishovsky, um, and he's got them playing, you know, some some really nice football, um, and that's coincided with a an absolute collapse from Victoria Pilsen. Um, it seems to be, I mean, part of it, part of it seems to be um, because their ten million pound rated striker, or their striker who certainly was ten million pound rated, who got eleven goals in the first half of the season. Has suddenly stopped scoring. He's got one goal since since February. Yeah, it's Kamenchek, um, isn't it? Kamenchek, yep. Um, and that's you know they don't really have any anyone to replace those goals. They were you know entirely dependent on him during the first half of the season. And if he wasn't getting the goals, he was he was creating them. He was setting them up somehow. You know, he's a kind of yeah, he's kind of battering ram striker. That kind of you know throwback to to Jan Koller. Um, yeah. A bit quicker than the young caller from from what I've seen, but yeah, yeah a bit quicker, yeah. What do you make of the? Because um, obviously, I was I was looking over an article wrote at the uh, mid-season break, which was um, essentially crowned already fourteen points ahead at that point. Um, no, you're right, the only one. Do you think there's an element of uh, complacency has slipped in? They perhaps believed that they had the title wrapped up and therefore concentrated on the Europa League. They did very, very well there, uh, eventually getting knocked out by, by Sporting after the extra time. And then after that, they've kind of down tools. The season's over. The league was pretty much wrapped up. Europa League's gone. And is this just the result? They've, they've kind of they're struggling, they're fatigued, mentally tired after everything. Do you think there's any... And in mileage in that theory? Yeah, I think the you know the Europe, Europa League has been a problem for two reasons. Um, certainly for the the reason you mentioned, um, the fact that they they thought they had the league all wrapped up, so they thought, well, we'll just concentrate on the on the Europa League, um, and the results will come. You know, they knew they they maybe have a a few difficult games against the likes of Sparta and Slavia, um, and Slovan Liberets. But they thought they'd walk it against the teams they were the other teams they were walking it against during the first half of the season, um, mm-hmm. and once they got knocked out of the Europa League, that, as you say, they thought their, their season was finished. So certainly that that has uh, been a huge factor. Um, the other factor in terms of Europa League has been that uh, not just the Europa League, but the the Champions League qualifiers as well. Is that they, they started the season really early, 
um, back in July. And what we're seeing, not, not just with Victoria, but with uh, Slavia as well, is that both of those sides are really quite, uh, quite physically tired as well. Uh, even Slavia in recent weeks have just been edging over the line. Um, they've been getting the, the results, but uh, it's not been spectacular the last, you know, in kind of April mm-hmm. um, and the start of this month. Yeah. Uh, and so obviously those are those are two teams that had to go through the qualifying rounds of the, the Champions League, were knocked out, then went through the, the Europa League um, during the you know the, the whole part of the uh, you know the the autumn part of the season. Um, yeah. So now you know it's the case that that they're battling with mental tiredness, with physical tiredness, um, with the you know with the, the pressure they've got on them as well, and. The Pilsen coach, uh, Pavel Verba, doesn't really seem to know how to handle pressure. He's, not, he's never been very good with, with it, even when he was a, the Czech national team manager. Yeah. Um, he was under quite a lot of pressure during Euro 2016, um, and it caused him to uh, you know, experiment more than, more than you would like. Um, yeah. And there have been elements of that as well at, at Victoria. Um, where he's been throwing you know, people you wouldn't normally expect to be playing at fullback, he's been throwing them in there. Some of it's been enforced in terms of injuries. He's had a, a horrific injury crisis in defence at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. The weekend, for example, they had you know, two basically two out-and-out wingers playing fullback. One fullback is centre-half, and then one defensive midfielder playing at centre-half as well. Um, so some of that's been enforced, but, uh, but yeah, it's just been a... You know, a number of factors that have played into a really, um, you know, have made the dream season turn into one which seems to be turning into a bit of a, a nightmare. Yeah, I was glad to say the the, the fourteen point gap is is reduced to four with mm-hmm. two games left now. Pilsen at home to to Pliche at on Saturday. Um, on paper, it looks winnable to Pliche, kind of mid table, nothing to play for. Um, but. We've said that before about, about Pilsen in the in the recent months. Um, do you reckon that they have enough to just kind of finally see it over the over the line, or are we in for a a showdown final day? Uh, I think they should do it, but then again, I've been saying that for the past few weeks. Um, Tiplice isn't an easy team to play against. Um, you know, you know, it's going to be low scoring. Yeah, they've actually got Sparta or Slavia, sorry, on the on the last as well. So the which is going to have a, a big say in the uh, the championship one yeah. way or another. Yeah, they're the they're the kingmakers. Um, yeah. And then last game of the season, I think Victoria have got Dukla away, which yeah, you know, on paper should be easy again. Dukla have, have pulled away from the relegation zone, um, but it all depends. Well, they're, not, they're not a good team as we have uh, we've seen firsthand. And, uh, no, no, not at all. Not at all. They're not the kind of team you would, you know, if you were a Slavia supporter, you're not the kind of team that you'd be... Uh... Rely on. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, and down the bottom of the league, um, we've touched on the top there. Um, I think Burnow are gone already, um, down below. Uh, and then Kavina, Banik, and then possibly Zlin as well, Giolava. Um yeah, it's strapping out. A few weeks ago, it looked like Banik Ostrava were, you know, basically marooned at the bottom of the the league. 
um, and then it would mm-hmm. be the, you know another five or six teams battling it out for that second you know, to 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 avoid that second relegation spot. But now Banyak are pulling themselves clear. I really fancy them to uh, to avoid relegation. As you say, Burnley look out of ideas. They don't look like they, I mean they have to get basically two wins uh, from the remaining two games, which is quite unlikely. Um, yeah, and it's a case of you know which of those remaining teams are bad enough to go down. Um, a lot of them, have, I mean, all of them have shown a certain amount of promise. There's no, um, none of them, no, neither Karvina, Yichlava, Zlin, Glasgow, no. none, of, none of them are dross at all. Um, so no. I think it'll just be, it'll, it'll come down to the last day, I would imagine. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's this weekend, it's Bannock, Karvina. Um, Carvina at home to Bannock on um, Saturday afternoon, um, so that could uh, that could prove to be a, <laughs> almost a relegation playoff. Well, that's um, I think because if if Bannock win, they're up to thirty points with Carvina only on twenty six. And of course, that will prove to be a very very tasty match. Um, as we've said before, Bannock are one of the the crazier teams within the Czech League and, and playing such a, a close rival, um, both geographically and within the table. Um, it's, it's going to be some match, some atmosphere um, over there um, this weekend. That, however, brings us to the end of this segment of the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the, the updates on the Czech football so far. Um, keep listening to thefootballweather.com for more excitement, thrilling and generally crazy Czech football summaries. Thank you.